Hello, I'm Prophet Beatrice Valerie Nero, and you're listening to This is the Voice of the Prophet. This week's episode is entitled, Stop Worrying. Our Father is continuing to speak to my spirit for the baby boomers, those of us who are golden agers, the senior citizens of this time. As some of you may have seen on Facebook last week, I posted two scriptures that God ministered to my spirit saying that those verses would minister to the hearts, minds, and spirits of his sons and daughters. The first was from John 20, 27, when Jesus told his disciples what he's saying to us right now. Don't doubt, just believe. So many of us, as we advance in our golden years, instead of the worries becoming less, we begin to worry more. Sometimes we need a reminder that worry is a form of fear. We need to understand that the very things that stresses and vex an individual are the things they're afraid of. The fear is that something important and pertinent in their lives might or might not develop as they desire and need it to be. As parents, the worry is about our children or sometimes our mates. There's the worry concerning finances, bills, careers, and other things. However, as we grow older, rather than the worries and concerns becoming less, many will add to their worries. Those additions will be concerning their health, well-being, and even their future living situations. Let me stop you right now. First of all, God tells us not to worry about anything. In Matthew 6, 27, Jesus specifically said, Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Again, remember that worry is a manifestation of fear. When someone worries or stresses, it's actually saying that they're afraid of what's going to occur. It's a form of anxiousness and panic. When we allow these emotions to rise up within us, it causes negative reactions in our minds as well as our bodies. It will also cause one to make poor decisions based on their fears, which in turn will cause huge mistakes. Don't be afraid. When I was raising my sons and grandkids, I would always tell them that flesh is not your friend. I would tell them to always remember that flesh was only here for the convenience of our spirit man to give us legal rights to be on this earth. Flesh was not created to dominate the spirit, but rather to submit and obey our spirit man. However, when we begin to fear, doubt, be afraid, and allow all of these emotions to dictate, it's during these times that flesh makes the stipulations. These are the times that flesh controls and orders our decisions and actions in life. We've all seen the movies or even perhaps been in situations when occurrences demand that someone will say, don't panic. These words are then usually followed by clear, concise directions as to what should be done. They're speaking to everyone within earshot, giving instructions on what and what not to do. Why? It's because they know what a panic can cause great fear, poor decisions, and making things worse. God is saying to each of us right now, 
Don't panic. Make decisions that need to be made, but make them without fear. And I'll talk to you a little bit more about that later. The second scripture that was posted on Facebook last week was from Philippians 4, 19. It reads from the New International Version, And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. In John 19, 26 through 27, as Jesus was dying on the cross, he stopped in the very midst of his death. He stopped right before the very time that he knew he would once again be with his father God in heaven to assure that his mother would be taken care of. That 26th verse reads, When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, Woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. Jesus made sure that his mother would be taken care of after he was gone from this earth. He could have, and I'm sure he continued to see his, to his mother's well-being from his throne in heaven. However, whether it's that he didn't want her to worry or that he wanted it to be totally understood by others, he placed her in the care of not just anyone, but the disciple that he loved. He had biological brothers and sisters born by Mary herself, but he placed her in the care of someone who he knew would care for his mother the way he desired. Needless to say that what he did and provided for her, he has also done and provided for us. What is it that seniors, golden agers, baby boomer, those of us of the Caleb generation are so worried about? For many, they're still worried about the same things that concern them as young people. As stated earlier, for some, instead of the worries becoming less, they've increased. Along with their children, finances, and mates, now they've added to that list their grandchildren, homes, health, and more specifically, also as stated before, their future well-being. What's going to occur when they become too old or infirm to care for themselves? For those who are worrying, afraid, or becoming stressed about what will transpire in your latter years, stop it. Remember last week, our theme was that our latter years will be better than our former. For those who are afraid of who will take care of you if you become too sick to take care of yourself or about becoming a burden to your children and loved ones, stop it. This is not to say that some things won't happen. It's just to say that we must trust God because worrying about it won't change a thing. If anything is going to change, in reference to these potential events, then you have to seek God and ask him what it is that you must do, what we must do to change it. In other words, make preparation now for the future. And let me just interject here for a moment. We will never be a burden to those who love us. For those of us who are blessed to have children, grandchildren, or even close nieces and nephews, God will provide for us through them that we'll have someone to take care of us if we're not able to care for ourselves. 
I think that we would all wish and pray that we could be like my mother who died at 96 years old. And yet she still lived alone, took care of herself and her little spoiled rotten dog. Sure, we had to take her to the store, her doctor's appointments, church, and other places because obviously we wouldn't allow her to drive after a certain age. But she was totally independent until the time of her death. But let me add that she was also very, very active. In her late 80s, she was still going to the gym. And when she got too old for that, she would walk every day around her complex where she lived. She worked puzzles, kept up with current events. She absolutely loved and followed the Saints and Pelicans on every televised game. And this was while she was in her 90s. And let me add, my mother had a very strong, loving relationship with God. She knew Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior and never stopped having a prayer life. Basically, she kept her mind, body, and spirit active and remained one with the Father. Last Friday, when I turned the television on, I didn't want to watch what was on the channel from the night before. I attempted to change channels and it went to the ABC station where GMA was on. They were just ending the segment called Faithful Friday. I don't normally watch ABC in the morning and I was going to change the station, but then I heard the woman they were interviewing say something about our spiritual health affecting our mental health. From there, she had my attention so much so that I went to the on-demand feature and listened to that segment again. It wasn't very long, but within those few minutes, I heard her talk about the book she has written and that at the end of each chapter, she has placed three M's. The three M's stands for mind, mouth, and move. They are basically saying, think things with your mind, say things, scriptures and verses with your mouth, and then most importantly, move our bodies. It absolutely amazes me as to how God confirms his word in the mouth of two or three witnesses. This woman, whose name is Alyssa Keaton, has written a book entitled The Body Revelation. Throughout her interview, she continually referred to scriptures in the Bible and ended that segment with speaking directly to Christians and even those who don't believe in Jesus Christ. During her time on the program, she mentioned how people typically have a fear of growing old, but that doesn't have to be. This segment confirms to my spirit that God is speaking to his golden agers. He's speaking to us of the Caleb generation. We don't have to be afraid to grow old. God will provide for those of us who need it if we're faithful to him as well as being faithful in taking care of our bodies. I may not have said it specifically in reference to the three M's, but I will use those words, mind, mouth, and move. We've got to continually use our minds. We've got to speak it out of our mouths. And as Miss Keaton said, speak the word. And then we've got to get up and move our bodies. We've got to move it, move it. 
whether we will be able to take care of ourselves independently by our families or will need to be in an assistive facility. God will take care of us in the end. Don't worry. Even for those with no family or close relatives or for those whose families may live far away between various health insurances and other venues, not just shuttle services, but so many things are available for those of us who don't have anyone close to do various things for us. Let's always remember Romans 8, 28, which reads, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Whatever happens in our lives, it will work for our good. I absolutely love what our father says to us when he speaks to his prophet Jeremiah in the 29th chapter. In the Amplified Classic Edition, it's as though he had each of us in mind for specifically this time in life. And he did. It reads at that well-known 11th verse, For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil to give you hope in your final outcome. In the Strong's Hebrew, the word thoughts is interpreted as for our purpose and our means. As I've been saying for the past two weeks, if you're still here on this earth, then God has a specific purpose for you. In the Amplified Classic Edition, those words are read for our welfare. That word is defined as well-being, health, security, safety, happiness, comfort, and even good fortune. The definition for that word goes on and on, and all of them are good for us because what God intends for us in our golden years are for our good. And all of this according to Jeremiah 29, 11, is for our final outcome, our final days and the way it will be for us at this time. As stated earlier, there are some of us who are about to panic and in that panic, we'll make poor decisions. But those of us who are living in this panic mode, you're changing a time that should be one of peace and joy into one of fear and doubt. Stop listening to the flesh unless it's giving you signals and warnings to take better care of it. Stop thinking of what happened to someone else and listen to the voice of our Father. And once you've listened to his voice, obey him. He has not stopped speaking to us. Rather than worrying and being afraid of what's going to happen if something else happens, Ask our Father for wisdom in making plans and decisions for your future. As years are added to our lives, this flesh begins to fail more and more. Unfortunately, I'm hearing of some of us who are of the Caleb generation that are falling and injuring themselves. This is another reason that we must get back to exercising and being more careful with our steps. As we exercise, our bodies become more fluid, more steady, and more able to take care of itself and keep its balance. I have a sister 
who walks with the cane because it allows for her to have more security. She has two childhood friends who also walk with canes for various reasons. They talk on the phone incessantly, meet for lunch for their birthdays, they have their get-together days, and then go to the malls. The three of them walk up and down from store to store all with their canes. They have not stopped enjoying life. They keep their bodies moving. My point is, if a cane is necessary for you, then by all means use one. Going to a gym and working with a personal trainer with the specifics of getting steady on your feet, bringing balance back to your body is necessary for some, especially when they find themselves continually falling. So let's keep our minds and bodies moving constantly so that this flesh will remain strong and steady for the time that God has allotted for us to be on this earth. And also, let's stop being afraid and worrying about what's going to happen to us in the future. Always remember, God has good plans for you. His plans are for your welfare and peace. Peace is the exact opposite of worry, fear, and stress. Again, if any of us lacks wisdom, we should ask for it from God. He will give you, he will give us the wisdom that we need for this time as well as the future times of our lives. Don't be afraid and stop worrying. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of This is the Voice of the Prophet. I ask that each of you would share this podcast with others and always remember that it's available for listening on every podcast server and app. I continue to ask you for your support through your prayers. You can contact me through my email at amieagle at charter.net. That's A-M-I- T-E-E-A-G-L-E at charter.net and through the Facebook post or Facebook messenger. Thank you again for your prayers and support and may God bless each and every one of you.